This is Westlake Basketball. Westlake Basketball is presented by Number 9 Productions and powered by the Westlake Chef Club. Westlake Basketball is brought to you by Independence Title, Wayne's Capital Bank, Elite Heating and Air, Covert Auto Group, CryoFit Recovery and Wellness, and presented by Austex, Fence and Debt, Elticon Wealth Management, Raising Cane's Chicken Fingers, Hendrick Auto Group, the Felger Insurance Agency, and brought to you by Austin Performance and Counseling Psychology, and Dr. Mike Johnson, Cricket Shirts, Vaqueros Cafe and Cantina, Amogee Bank, Texas Honey Ham, Steam Team, White Glove Storage and Delivery, at Creek Burger Company, Rudy's Country Store and Barbecue, and by Mighty Fine Burgers, Fries, and Shakes. Here's Joe Taylor. Well, thank you very much. Joe Taylor joining you live here courtside at Hayes High School for the area championship here in 6A basketball featuring the Westlake Chaparrales and the Roosevelt Rough Riders out of San Antonio. We'll take a quick 30-second timeout here. We'll get right to the shoot-around with Robert Lucero after this 30-second break. We'll be right back here for the pregame show and Robert Lucero's interview right after this. This is Westlake Basketball. When you buy or sell a piece of property, it helps to have a friend in the business. Independence Title will pick up the ball on your transaction and take it across the goal line. Independence is locally owned right here in Austin with deep roots in the Westlake community. Independence is also the Austin Business Journal's number one title company. Work with a home team at Independence Title. Call 329-5299 or go to independencetitle.com. about the area championship here at Hayes High School, Coach, as you face off against a guy you know pretty well. Manny Flores from El Paso. You're from El Paso. Same high school. Obviously not on the same team, but uh, it's it's a family affair. You and Coach Flores know each other very, very well. Just talk about your history. It's just an unusual matchup yeah. here between family friends. Yeah, so Coach Flores, my, I have two younger brothers. He's my brother Matthew's age, so they were actually the same grade. And they were best friends uh, growing up in El Paso and um, have stayed close all the way through. You know, Manny, he was an assistant. He played at uh, Texas State back in southwest Texas, and he was an assistant there. Um, and so they were playing basketball in college at the same time, and they've always been really close friends. And so he was the best man at my brother's wedding. And he, when I was in Nacogdoches, he recruited some of uh, the guys that, that were at NAC, and we just always have been really close. He, he's close to my parents. Uh, you know, every time they're up in the Metroplex, he's going to go um, spend time with them, but it's just so funny because like 16 you know years old and he's a couple years younger but we had a my senior year I had a health class with him and you know I probably shouldn't tell this story but I had a health class with them and we we're on block schedule so the trainer did the health class and then you always have some time at the end of class and uh, we would play cards and then he would always deal me cards from the bottom of the deck and then at lunch I'd buy you know we'd go get Sonic uh, we all had the same lunch all the, everybody in the basketball program would eat Sonic in the in the locker room and uh, so then I'd have to get him back with some Sonic or we'd go get breakfast down in the cafeteria or something so like I know Manny for a long time he's like a family member to all of us 
Westlake obviously turned around last year in the area championship round. This is a round that you kind of had circled, and we talked about it in culture class with your squad and how they've talked about not necessarily teams past, but what they didn't want to see happen for the guys that return to this team and the new guys on this team dealing with the playoff atmosphere for the first time. It's It's got to be a little bit more relaxing as, as you kind of come into this game, knowing that your team has had conversations about it, and it's on their mind. Yeah, uh, you know, KJ sent a group te- a picture to the group text about what happened last year before practice yesterday, and I think that helped us to get focused. Uh, we have to have a little bit shorter practice since there's uh, hopefully everything works out, and we have three games this week, so you're just you have one day to prep for the for the next game. You know, we're still kind of getting back in rhythm after the snow week, and you know. We, we played at home and had, you know, we did all right against Cedar Ridge. And so then yesterday's practice, we couldn't go, you know, normal day before a game because we still got to make sure we have juice for the day. But we had to get after it a little bit. And I thought the guys, good job of focusing and having a pretty good practice. 67-52 went over Cedar Ridge. And you were pushed an 11-1 run to start the third quarter. And I think that really gave you something to coach against and, and really identify as, guys, we can't let our guard down at the start of the third quarter no matter what the score is. Yeah, don't let your guard down. And then we got to continue to play the same way that we played uh, prior to get the lead and so I just thought there was a moment there where we settled for some shots um, and then you know Mo went down and we just got a little bit out of whack offensively with some of our organization and we took some some quicker shots uh, you know we want we all want we have a good shooting team there's a lot of guys that can shoot threes so I don't want them to think about uh, when they're shooting if uh, coach is going to yank me for a missed shot I don't want that that in their mind I want them to shoot with confidence but I think the thing that gives the most confidence is when you know it's the sh- it's a three you're supposed to be taking uh, so if it's on uh, no penetration and zero passes and uh, then it's uh, in transition before we get a piece of the paint or a post up well then you know that's one of those shots that uh, if you take it you, know, you got to make it because we don't have opportunity to rebound it and the defense has, hasn't had to work you look at Corey Jackson obviously number two is a guy that you've coached against as far as maintaining your ability to keep him in front of you but he is dangerous in transition he is the guy that handles the ball primarily and I know that that is one thing that you got to watch for is just feeding it into the post and his passing ability is something you got to watch as well yeah and we got to make sure and and slow him down in transition he's gonna he's gonna get downhill um, and so we got to eliminate that um, by by him seeing five guys in front of the ball so in transition on a make or miss we got to make sure we're getting five behind the ball we got to try to find them early but then whoever's guarding the trail has to wall them off um you know we don't want to gain a full head of steam um but you know we also don't want to pick them up too high where it's causing a fast break from so we got to have a couple guys there to, to slow them down on an early push so that we can set our defense um and hopefully if we set our defense then we'll be able to guard them better in the half court Christian holmes down low obviously some size down there and you've got some guys with some size as well but it really shows just how the focal point will be in the post what do you tell KJ in his opportunities we know what we talked about last week and, and, and in games past is about his offensive prowess but really it's his willingness to play defense on both sides yeah. and really take on the challenge that is Christian Holmes down yeah low. and he's uh, very similar you know they both wear number 24 um, they're kind of inside out players um, probably about the same height as KJ you know long armed um, not as physically dominating as KJ, but uh, but a tough matchup for most people because you just don't have somebody that has his size that can play around the basket and on the perimeter. And so um, luckily for us, we got a couple of guys that are similar to that. Um, and so we just got to make sure that when he when the ball does go on the post, we're not fouling, uh, make him score through us. And then uh, when, the, when the shot goes up, we got to make sure we're really rebounding. Final thought, Coach. We talked about offensive boards. Boards in general, you have that 
stat. Hey, we want to get 16 offensive rebounds. You you got 14, but 29 overall dominated the boards. That is another area where I think you've got that circle just with the size down low that that Roosevelt brings to this area championship. Yeah, and, and regardless of what is going on, um, if we're making shots or if the game's being played perfectly, no matter what's going on, if we're rebounding the ball, we'll give ourselves a chance to win. Coach, as always, thanks for the time. Thank good you luck. so much. You have a good one. That's the shoot-around with Robert Lucero. When we come back after this timeout, the starting lineups and the tip-off. Live from Hayes High School, it's the area championship, the San Antonio Roosevelt Rough Riders, and the Westlake Chaparrales. And it's coming up next. This is Westlake Basketball. Whether you're watching football, hanging at the tailgate, or playing around to golf, you want to look sharp. That's why we've partnered with Cricket Shirts. And according to co-founder Billy, he's all about keeping it Austin. I mean, if there ever was a city that sort of captured the spirit of the 19th hole, it's Austin, Texas. And if there's anything that ever like kind of captured the spirit of community, it's Texas high school football. And co-founder Hobson Brown agrees. It's the perfect shirt for all occasions. Yeah, it's a shirt you can wear uh, on the course. It's a shirt you can wear in the boardroom. And it's a shirt you can wear to the football game on a Friday night. Find your design at Cricket Shirts. On game day, go for the win with Raising Cane's Chicken Fingers. Going touchdown. Stack your roster with delicious, hand-battered, cooked-to-order chicken fingers and cane sauce. Huddle up with crispy, crinkle-cut fries, coleslaw, and buttery Texas toast. And top it all off with freshly made tea and lemonade. Raising Cane's Chicken Fingers. One love. Austin Performance and Counseling Psychology provides mental health care and sports psychology services in West Austin. APCP is owned and operated by Dr. Mike Johnson, a licensed psychologist in the state of Texas. Dr. Johnson has worked with elite college student-athletes at the University of Arkansas and Kansas State University, as well as with U.S. Special Forces. Whether you're a student-athlete looking to improve your confidence or a professional experiencing career challenges, make an appointment today at austinperformancepsych.com. That's austinperformancepsych.com. The Felger Insurance Agency is proud to support Westlake Athletics on the drive to a district title. Speaking of driving, if your Westlake son or daughter is ready for their independence and their driver's license before they hit the road, let Jeff Felger take a look at your current insurance plan. Jeff lives and works in Westlake and can help you choose the coverage options you need to include your family's newest driver. Call 512-250-2334 and speak to Jeff. Get your new driver off to a safe start with Farmers and Felger Insurance Agency. We are Farmers Hey, it's Bobby Bones. You're listening to Joe Taylor from Westlake Football. We welcome you back to live coverage of Westlake basketball. Our apologies. It looks like we're having a little bit of an Internet uh, issue, but we are recording the game live, and we'll be able to give it to you in its entirety as soon as we uh, overcome those challenges. But let's go ahead and meet the starting lineups first. For the visiting Westlake Chaparrales, it'll be the 6'5 senior guard, Cade Mankel, averaging just over 7.5 points a game, scored 11 points, 4 rebounds, and dished out an assist against Cedar Ridge. K.J. Adams, the 6'7 senior guard, he can also play forward as well, scored 18 points, grabbed eight rebounds and two assists against Cedar Ridge. Ian Moat, the 6'0 senior point guard, averaging just over 11 points per ballgame and three rebounds, had nine points, six boards, and four assists. And Blake Nielsen will get the start, 6'2 senior guard, averaging just over five points a ball game, grabbed 10 points and two rebounds, three assists for Nielsen in the win over Cedar Ridge. Preston Clark rounding out the starting lineup, 6'6 junior forward, 
snagged four rebounds, dished out an assist, and came up with two steals. So Mankel, Adams, Moat, Nielsen, and Clark on the floor for Westlake. For the Rough Riders of Roosevelt High School, it's Corey Jackson, Isaiah Leal, Elijah Nash, Jamarcus Hodge, and Christian Holmes. The Chaparrales in their road navy blue uniforms. It's a dark, dark blue with Westlake and blocked letters across the front with white numerals. And just like that, Westlake controls the tip. Mankel gets it over to K.J. Adams. The lob down into the double team, and it's a turnover as Moat, unfortunately unable to find K.J. down low. Scouted out perfectly. Roosevelt in their home white jerseys with Roosevelt in black print across the front, black with red trim in the letterings and the numerals, white shorts. Now into the front court, Elijah Nash gets it over to on the left to wing to Corey Jackson. Jackson trying to dribble drive, hangs in the air at the free throw line. That shot clings off the front iron, no good. Moat in transition across the timeline. Moat will reset it with K, with KJ Adams. Now into the corner with Mankel. Mankel over to Nielsen. Nielsen back over to Mankel, and Mankel drills the three-point shot to start things off for Westlake as the Shaps score first. It's three to nothing. One minute straight up gone. Seven minutes left in the first quarter. Operating here for the Roosevelt Rough Riders is Elijah Nash. He gets it back out to Isaiah Leal. Leal, the 5'9", the senior guard, gets it back over to the left wing here to Christian Holmes. Christian Nias Holmes, the six foot six senior guard, post player. Now driving in here is Corey Jackson. Jackson puts up the shot high off the arc and off the top of the glass, and it falls through for Corey Jackson. Three to two Westlake as KJ Adams brings the ball across the timeline onto the left wing. Now flashes back out to Mankel. Mankel over to Nielsen in the corner, down low in the post here on the left side to KJ Adams. Adams with a baseball pass across court. Touch pass from Moad over to Nielsen. Nielsen trying to take his man off the dribble. Finds Mankel wide open again from the exact same spot. Three-point shot is on the way. No good. But right there for the rebound is Preston Clark. So second possession opportunity here. Now Nielsen from the right corner. That one is nailed. So Westlake off to a good start here as Blake Nielsen drills his first three-point shot. And it's 6-2 Westlake. There's a block down low, and K.J. Adams takes the ball away. Transition opportunity here for Moat. Moat trying to drive in, and this is going to be an offensive foul. He made like he was going up for the shot and tried to dish the ball off, and that's a nice job there by Roosevelt getting back on defense and taking that charge. 5.41 left here in the first quarter. Westlake leading 6-2 on back-to-back three-pointers by Cade Mankel. And Blake Nielsen. Corey Jackson looking to hand the ball off. Now rotates around the screen by Christian Holmes. Kicks it over to the right corner. Three-point shot is up and on the way from the right corner by Nash, and it's no good. Coming across the timeline is Nielsen. Nielsen picks up K.J. Adams on the left wing. Now back over to Mankel. Mankel trying to work around a screen. Dishes it out to the right side. NBA three here for Nielsen. Nielsen's shot comes up short, and banging around for the rebound is Nash. Tipping it away there was Preston Clark. Last touch by Westlake. Westlake so far with ball movement here getting open looks at the three-point line. 
Coach Manny Flores calling out an offensive play here as Corey Jackson looking to set it up with Holmes. Holmes at the top of the arc. Now hands it off to Nash. Nash now back over inside the, the guard, Leal. Isaiah will reset the play here just inside the Hayes Rebel logo at midcourt here at Jackson Hayes High School. 4.50 to play here in the opening period. Westlake leads by four. Now driving in is Jackson. Kicks it over to the corner. Nash with a three-point shot. That one is up and good for Elijah Nash. Good-looking shot there here in the first quarter, and now it's a one-point game. Only one foul called in this ballgame, and it was the offensive foul by Ian Moat, who has the rock now, hands it off to Nielsen. Nielsen looking, tries to D up Isaiah Leal, gets the ball down low, fighting through the double-team K.J. Adams, and Adams comes up with the easy shot off the glass. K.J.'s first field goal, and Chaparral's lead 8-5. Now Jackson, dribble driving, stopping, 16 feet away. That jumper just outside the left elbow is good for Corey Jackson. He has four. Eight to seven with four minutes to play. Moat coming right across the timeline here on the left side of the court as Westlake moves right to left in their dark uniforms. Now K.J. Adams dishing it off to Cade Mankel in the corner. Cade for three. That one no good. Preston Clark with the rebound. The shot no good. And Holmes pulls it down for Roosevelt. Jackson into the front court. Operating swiftly. Deed up by Mankel. Looking to wrap around the Holmes screen. Driving into the double team. Loses the handle on the basketball. And it will be last touched by Westlake, so it will belong to the Roosevelt Rough Riders, leading 8-7 on the Westlake Chaparrals, and a timeout's been called. We will take it as well. Back in 30 seconds, this is Westlake Basketball. We started caring for people in a small house in Austin, Texas 100 years ago. Today we deliver more babies, care for more hearts, treat more high-risk and complex cases, and handle more emergencies, including trauma, than anyone in Central Texas. The goal was never to be the biggest, just the best. St. David's Healthcare. The best is here. Welcome back to live coverage, Westlake basketball. Westlake leading 8-7 to seven here. First time out of the ball game as Westlake will come out with Clark, Moat, Nielsen, along with Mankel and K.J. Adams. So the starting five remain in the ball game here. We'll see if we have any subs. It doesn't look like it for the Rough Riders. Jackson, Leal, Nash, Hodge, and Holmes on the floor here for the Rough Riders who will inbound the basketball. Jackson will take the honors underneath his own bucket. Looking for a flash out to Nash. Geekson in the corner. Nielsen right there defensively with him. Now trying to shake him off. Can't do it. Hands it off to Jackson. And they'll reset the offense here on the half court. Over to the left wing now is Leal. Trying to make a move against the screen here. Driving into the lane. Hangs there. Puts up the shot. The shot gets a nice friendly roll. And Leal has his first bucket. And it's a 9-8 lead. The first lead here. And now trying to... Dribble inside the lane here as K.J. Adams almost took too many steps as he got the shot up, but Preston Clark is there to clear it out. Nice job there by Preston on the second chance points. The shot on the other end by Jackson, no good. Transition bucket here. It's a one-on-two break with the Ian Moat. Moat takes it to the hole. He can't finish. And now Leal in the open court. Leal dishing over to the left side to Jackson. Jackson driving baseline, going up for the layup. That one's no good. Fighting for the rebound. Last touched 
by Roosevelt, so it will be Westlake basketball. Connor McManus is going to check into the ball game, and we have our first sub here for Roosevelt. LeVon Williams has checked in. Connor McManus with nine points, went three for three, and immediately triple driving in is LeVon Williams. And his shot missed off the front iron as he, driv- he as he drove into the lane. Nice steal here by Jackson on Ian Moat. Jackson in transition. Will he slow up? Yes, he will. He'll pop a shot from 15 feet away. That one is no good. Hodge trying to rebound, and McManus pulls it away from him. Across the timeline on a two-on-two break, Ian Moat will hand it off to K.J. Adams. Adams fights his way through the paint, and K.J. connects on his second field goal. He has four points. It's 12-9 Westlake. So after that brief one-point lead, the first for Roosevelt, 9-8. Westlake has gone on a 4-0 run. It's 12-9 Westlake here with 2.05 to play in the first quarter. Holmes trying to flash out, finds Williams. LeVon trying to make a move against Kate Adams, and he retreats to reset here to Christian Holmes. Holmes trying to drive against K.J. Adams, driving down the left side of the lane, now kicks it out to Nash. Nash with a three-point shot, and again, he connects. Nice job there by Nash. That's two three-pointers, and just like that, the game is tied. 12 all with 145 to play here in the opening quarter. Joe Taylor joining live courtside. K.J. Adams looking for an open man. He's got McManus. McManus gets a down low to Clark. Clark feeds the three-point shot here for K.J. Adams. That shot is up and no good. Rebound fought for and controlled by Corey Jackson here of Roosevelt. Jackson across the timeline in the right side, trying to make a move against Mankel around the screen there. He gets it over to the left wing to Nash. Now back over to Jackson. Jackson looking for help. Nice defense here for Westlake as they work with 115 to play here in the first quarter. Going on the left side here to Williams. LeVon trying to make a move against Ian Moat. Crossover dribbles not working, trying to get out of the baseline. Now dribble drives past Clark, puts up the underhanded shot there on the finger roll against Clark and gets it to fall. Nice dribble drive and penetration there by LeVon Williams, his first points of the game, and now second time that the re- the uh, Roosevelt Rough Riders have a lead. Now a step-back three-pointer here on the corner for Ian Moat. Moat can't make it, but fighting for the, ex- the loose ball here, and it's last touched by Westlake. So a fight for the offensive board there. As Igehan will check in, as will Jaden Greathouse. Will it be Westlake basketball or will it be Rough Rider basketball? It's going to be Westlake basketball. So it was last touched by Roosevelt. McManus looking to inbound here, trailing by two. The inbound goes to K.J. Jackson, guarding him tightly. Adams now caught to McManus, gets it to the high post to Igehan. Igehan kicks it out here for a three-point shot from the right corner, and burying it is Jaden Greathouse. Big-time three-pointer there, and the Westlake Chaparrales lead by one. Here's a steal on the other end. It's a three-on-two break. K.J. driving into the lane. That shot is no good. They're going to call an offensive foul on K.J. Adams on the transition bucket, and Adams wants to have a conversation, and he's going to be told that the defender had... His position underneath the hoop as K.J. went up. So it's an offensive foul. Second time we've seen an offensive foul called on Westlake here in this quarter. 15-14, Westlake with a one-point lead. It's been as high as five. Jackson stops at the high left elbow. Nice three-point opportunity here for Holmes. A wide-open shot here for K.J. Adams from the half court, and he was fouled. So K.J. Adams is looking at the referee, asking if that's been a foul. And there was no foul called. So with that, we 
A wild first quarter that had two offensive fouls called on Westlake, but the Shaps lead by one, 15-14. Back in a moment, this is Westlake Basketball. Hi, this is Joe Taylor, the voice of the Shaps. And like you, I work hard and I work out even harder. I love exercise, and I don't want pain or injury to keep me from reaching my fitness goals. I want you to try CryoFit for all your recovery and wellness needs. CryoFit is Austin's recovery headquarters, and with two locations in Westlake, you're never too far away from their championship-level treatment. Click mycryofit.com and see for yourself. CryoFit is Westlake-owned and operated, so they know what it means to be Shap strong. CryoFit, where your recovery is just as important as your workout. Austin Performance and Counseling Psychology provides mental health care and sports psychology services in West Austin. APCP is owned and operated by Dr. Mike Johnson, a licensed psychologist in the state of Texas. Dr. Johnson has worked with elite college student-athletes at the University of Arkansas and Kansas State University, as well as with U.S. Special Forces. Whether you're a student-athlete looking to improve your confidence or a professional experiencing career challenges, make an appointment today at austinperformancepsych.com. That's austinperformancepsych.com. We welcome you back to second quarter action here. Lamont Williams in the ball game, and one sub also staying in the game here in the second quarter is Dylan Coleman. Jackson with the basketball as he's one of the main starters that stays in the lineup here. Adams, Gahan, McManus, along with Moat in the ball game here. And the foul is going to be called on Jaden Greathouse, his first personal foul. And that is the third team foul for the Westlake Chaparrales. KJ has an offensive foul, as does Moat. And it will send LeVon Williams to the line to shoot two. First shot is up and no good as it kicks off the front iron and the side iron. Coming into the ball game now here is Jamarcus Hodge. Hodge going to play with a mask. He's only he's one of a few players here for Roosevelt that will play with a mask around his chin. He's also wearing spectacles. The second shot up here for Williams is no good. He's 0 for 2. KJ with the transition across the timeline, looking to go by Holmes, drives into the lane, puts up the shot. Is the shot good? No. It's another offensive foul against KJ Adams. Adams going in strong with his 6 foot 7, 225 pound frame. And he is in foul trouble. So much contact on the right side of the lane. And KJ has been forced out of the ball game. So that's the fourth team foul as KJ Adams stays in the ball game with two here with seven and a half minutes to play in a half. Holmes now off the screen. That's blocked by Gahan. He has four in the playoffs. Had three against Cedar Ridge, and he comes up with the block there. Greathouse coming across the timeline. Slows things up with the left-handed dribble. Picked up by Corey Jackson defensively. Looking to transfer over to McManus. McManus gets it down low. Double team coming into the baseline. Finds Ian Moat. Moat with a head fake. Gets his man up in the air. Fires up a three-point shot. And that one is good for Ian Moat. Moat has a three-pointer now. And it's 18-14. Back up to a four-point advantage here for Westlake. Inside seven minutes to play. Jackson driving in. Puts up the shot. Nice contact there by Jackson. He's able to at least hang in the air for long enough to get the... Ball to fall off the window. Nice job there. Great house on the left wing. Back over to McManus. Breakneck pace here for both ball clubs here in the area championship. Now freeing up in the corner is Ian Moat. Moat has the ball off the front iron on the three-point shot from the left corner. Igehan was there with the rebound, but the back of his left shoe stepped on the baseline and out of bounds. 6.29 and the clock moving here. A two-point advantage as Jackson 
brings up the basketball. Four lead changes here in the first half. Holmes gets it back over to Williams. Levon now trying to make a move, a crossover dribble. He drives into the double team, penetrates the lane, puts up the shot, and that is good. Nice-looking dribble drive there for Williams. He has four points. Now back to a tie ball game. 18-all as Greathouse barks out orders with the left-handed dribble. Now hands it off to Moat. Moat back over to McManus. McManus feeds Moat. Moat now eyeballing, seeing the post. Now kicks it back out to Jaden Greathouse, who will reset the offense. Nice defense here. Leal all over McManus. And they'll transition back around to Ian Moat on the left wing. Lob pass down to Igehan. Igehan deed up straight up. Here comes the double team, and there is no foul called despite the contact. And they're going to call that a block against Roosevelt. No foul called. But Westlake will keep possession with 5.41 to play here in the opening half. No fouls called on Roosevelt. Lob out to Igehan. Now back into K.J. Adams. Adams now turnaround jumper. That one is good, and he is fouled. So this time, K.J draws the contact in the lane puts up the layup shot off the glass and it's good for KJ Adams and he'll have an opportunity at an and one KJ on the season a 73% free throw shooter made all but one of his free throws the and one shot rattles in for KJ he has three in the quarter and seven in the ball game 21 to 18 a three-point advantage here now Williams lobbing it into Holmes. Holmes loses a handle momentarily, and it goes out of bounds. So the lob pass was there for Williams, but Holmes was not there yet. So just a timing issue there as K.J. Adams will inbound the basketball here to Jaden Greathouse. Greathouse shifting directions, picked up by Isaiah Leal in the backcourt. Hands it off to McManus. McManus gets it over to Moat. Moat met immediately by Leal in the zone defense here at the top of the arc. Good defense here by Leal. Leal trying to create some space here, as does Moat. Lots of contact, no calls. Greathouse gets it over to McManus. McManus lobs it into KJ. KJ draws the double team. Still fighting his way. Can't get it. The tip is on the rebound. Does not fall. But tough basketball down there by KJ Adams in the low post. And he's going to go to the line again. So a foul called on Christian Holmes. That'll be his first personal foul, second team foul. K.J. adds his second free throw. He is two of two from the line as Igehan is poised here for a chance on the miss if there is one. And K.J. buries them both. Back up to a five-point advantage now the largest lead 23 to 18 final five minutes of the first half we thank you for joining us now Jackson lining up a long three-point shot as he came down he drew contact with Jaden Greathouse and Greathouse is going to be called for the foul his second personal foul 15 foul Jackson is going to go to the line to shoot three as he was just outside the three-point line and Jackson Swishes the first one. He has three points in the quarter. And seven points in the ballgame. Second of three shots is up and good for Jackson. McManus will check out. Nielsen will check in, as will Mankel. So McManus and Greathouse. Greathouse will have to take a seat with two personal fouls. Westlake with five team fouls here in the first half. 
Jackson puts up three shots in a row and drills them all from the line. It's now a two-point advantage for Westlake, 23-21. Mankel gets the inbound, trying to find it in the trap. Jackson, or excuse me, Adams comes across the timeline here. Jackson was right on him. Now Nielsen back over to Moat. Moat trying to find them room down in the post. Turn around in the post, following across the lane. KJ puts up the shot. He's fouled, and it falls through the nylon. Oh, tough basketball, rugged basketball down low as the double team's coming every time in the post. And KJ just flying and coasting across the lane, putting up the easy shot, getting fouled, and a chance at another and one. And he buries that one as well. Two and one opportunities here for KJ Adams. And he has eight points in the quarter, 12 of the 26 for Westlake as the lead's back up to five. Jackson driving down the right lane, puts up the shot. It's no good. Transition opportunity here for Moat. Moat goes up with the left hands. It's too strong, but KJ Adams is there to put it back. Nice offensive board there for KJ in transition. Now, Leal trying to make a move, driving into the lane, puts up the shot. Altered there by Igehan. Pulling down the rebound is Mankel. Mankel caught in a double team. The outlet pass goes to KJ Adams, and Adams will slow the pace here with four minutes to play in the first half. Mankel comes across the timeline, deed up here by Jackson. Jackson leading the scoring for Roosevelt, but Westlake trying to pull away. Seven-point lead is the largest lead. Mankel now has the basketball in the corner. Goes down low into the post to Igehan. Turnaround jumper is good. Holmes fouls him, and Igehan will go to the line for an and-one opportunity. Foul heavy here underneath the boards for Westlake as the Rough Riders have not had an opportunity to really D up Westlake in the post. And with that, the third foul, and Igehan will go to the line. So Igehan's first field goal, and now he has a chance at the end one. And he misses off the back iron. Chasing down the rebound here is Ian Moat. And Moat is able to get in front of Hodge. Hodge kicks the basketball off his shins, and they're going to call last touch by West by uh, Roosevelt. Now they're going to talk about it. The officials are getting together to see. Nope, they're going to keep the ball with Westlake. So it is last touched by Roosevelt. Preston Clark comes into the ballgame as Igehan checks out. A nine-point advantage here for Westlake, and now a second-chance opportunity here on a hustle play by Moat. Moat now driving into the lane. Load look pass to the corner. Three-point shot for Preston Clark. That one just too strong, and now a foul is going to be called on Blake Nielsen on the offensive side. He went for the rebound, and that'll be Blake's first personal foul. 3.35 remaining here in the first half, and it's a nine-point advantage here for Westlake. 30-21, to 21, nine-point advantage, as I mentioned. Mankel Ding up Jackson, mo- rotating the offense here on the half court. Now finds Williams, Levon, trying to dribble drive. Doesn't have the shot against the, the zone defense there as coming out of the paint was K.J. Adams to D him up. Williams trying to set up a shot from 18 feet away. That time he got enough of a smidge of area there along the left lane and fired up the shot and drilled it. Nice job there. He has four points in the quarter, six points in the game. Now Adams with the basketball, kicking out to Mankel. Mankel driving baseline. Cross-court pass here to Moat. Touch pass from Moat over to Nielsen. Nielsen now gets it back over to Moat. Top of the arc, three-point shot, and it rattles home. Ian Moat with six points in the quarter, both off the three-point shot. It's a ten-point advantage for Westlake. 33-23, Holmes now moving the basketball over to Williams. Williams with a three-point shot. That one no good. Kisses off the front iron. Transition opportunity, two-on-one break. Over to K.J. Adams. Adams elevates, puts the shot in from the left block. 
And it's a huge run here for Westlake as the Chaparrales have hit their offense in stride here as K.J. Adams has really done a number here in the second quarter as we have a moment to talk about it. He had the and one opportunity for his first field goal, made the free throw shot. Then the second trip down the floor, he got fouled, made both shots. There's five points. Then you have eight points on the second trip down or the third trip down, he had the opportunity to go on the baseline, got fouled again, made the and one, and since then has made two field goals. So he has six points on the and one opportunities, eight points with the two foul shots, and then the back-to-back field goals here on the other end, and K.J. Adams just walking away with this one as far as the offensive firepower, but a big three-point shot by Ian Moat. On the last possession for the Westlake Chaparrales has elevated it to a 12-point advantage, the largest lead of the evening here, 35-23 to here in the area championship. So K.J. Adams with 12 points in the quarter, 16 points in the ballgame. 35-23 to is your score. Gahan has checked back into the ballgame to give K.J. a rest here. Also have to remember that K.J. has two fouls. So he'll rest momentarily here. 2.25 remaining in the half. Jackson dribbling the basketball here, trying to make a move here against this zone defense on the left side of the court here. Moves closer to the left wing, trying to look for a lob. Now feeds inside to Hodge. Hodge beats the defense down there and comes up with his first field goal, an easy layup off the glass from the right block. Nice look there by Jackson inside. Two minutes straight up to play here in the first half. 35-25 advantage. Clark now gets it over to Nielsen. Nielsen trying to work it way back over to Moat. Moat. Cross-court pass over to Nielsen. Nielsen from the right wing feeds the post to Gahan. Gahan goes up strong. That shot blocked, but it's going to be a jump ball, according to the officials, and the possession arrow will stay with Westlake. Good strong move to the hole there by Gahan. Better defense by Holmes as he got every bit of that basketball. So Moat looking to inbound the basketball, lobs it over to Preston Clark. Clark gets it over to Gahan. Gahan with a tip pass right at the front of the rim, and he gets it to fall. Nice touch there by Nakari Igehan. He has four points in the ballgame. Back up to a 12-point advantage here for Westlake. 37-25 to with 90 seconds to play. Driving inside the high elbow here and firing up a shot just outside the free throw line is Jackson. That shot no good, but a foul called. So Igehan picks up the foul. That is his first personal foul, but going to the line is Jackson. He'll shoot two. Jackson is now 4 of 4 from the line. He had 3 on his 3-point attempt here earlier in the quarter. He has 10 points in the ballgame, 10 of the 26. And 5 of those are from the free throw line. So back to a 10-point advantage here with 90 seconds to play. 37 to 27 here at Hayes High School. Westlake leading Roosevelt in the area championship. Now coming across the timeline is Nielsen. Nielsen over to Mankel. Mankel looking at the high post to Clark. Clark kicks it over to Moat. Moat with a head fake. Now looking cross court to Mankel. Mankel left wide open for a three-point shot. That one too strong. Nielsen is there for the putback. He doesn't get it to go, but Igehan does. He elevates with the offensive board, and Igehan has six. Nice offensive series there for Westlake on two misses, and they're there for the offensive boards. Jackson driving down the left side of the lane. Puts up the shot. Wild off the bucket. Off the back of the bucket and off the glass. And now Moat in transition. Three on two break. Gives it up to Nielsen and Moat. And excuse me, Mankel's pass 
is a bit errant. Westlake again just struggling with a little bit of body control there as they were speeding down the court in transition. Final 45 seconds here in the first half, and Westlake leads by 12, 39 to 27. Back over to Jackson. Jackson trying to move around a hole, and this is going to be an o. They're going to call carry on Jackson, and that's the right call. He actually tried to make some room there in the lane and just scooped the ball with his hand, so it is a carry, and it will be a turnover. Westlake will have the final half minute here. Moat coming across the timeline here, hand-checking a bit here with Williams, gets it over to Mankel, Mankel back over to Moat. Moat from the right wing, moving right to left, gets it over to Clark. Clark now over to Nielsen. Nielsen looking down low in the post, doesn't have it, gives it up to Mankel. Mankel over to the right wing here to Moat. Moat caught up a little bit in the trap there on the side. Clark now trying to feed in the corner. Nielsen has a shot. He'll take it. The three-pointer clangs off the front of the glass. He doesn't have it. The fallaway jumper on the offensive board by uh, Mankel doesn't go, and Clark came up with the offensive board. He wants a foul at the end of the half, but it doesn't look like it's going to happen. So with that, a wild breakneck pace first half is over as Westlake will head to the locker room up 39-27. to We'll be right back after this timeout. You're listening to live coverage of Westlake basketball only on the Westlake Shop app. Hendrick Audi South Austin is proud to sponsor Westlake Nation. We understand what it takes to be champions. That's why we're an Audi Magna award-winning dealer. Our game plan is simple. Offer a great selection and a car buying experience that is second to none. Experience the Hendrick difference at Audi South Austin. Conveniently located just five miles south of downtown off Interstate 35 South and at AudiSouthAustin.com. Taking the kids out to eat isn't always easy. They never want to sit still. And let's face it, a restaurant isn't the best place to keep a kid entertained. Thankfully, there's Hat Creek Burger Company. Every Hat Creek location has an awesome playscape for the kids to run wild while you enjoy a hot meal and an ice-cold beverage. Hat Creek has a lot more than just burgers. Their menu can be modified to fit your lifestyle, whether gluten-free, paleo, or vegetarian. Did I mention they have breakfast, too? Every day at 7 a.m. Hat Creek Burger Company, a proud sponsor of Westlake Nation. We welcome you back to live coverage of Westlake Basketball. We thank you so much for joining us live on the Westlake Shop app and on westlakeshaps.com. We're bringing back an interview, and unfortunately because of uh, some internet difficulty here at Hayes High School, you may have missed the uh, first half or the pregame interview with Robert Lucero. We're going to bring that back right now for you. So here are the pregame thoughts as we look at a 39-27 to halftime lead for Westlake as Robert Lucero has a bit of a family affair when it comes to uh, – Manny Flores, and the Roosevelt Rough Riders. Here's our conversation with Robert Lucero. Visiting with the head men's basketball coach, Robert Lucero, and it's a bit of a family fair when you talk about the area championship here at Hayes High School, Coach, as you face off against a guy you know pretty well. Manny Flores from El Paso. You're from El Paso. Same high school. Obviously not on the same team, but uh, it's it's a family affair. You and Coach Flores know each other very, very well. Just talk about your history. It's just an unusual matchup yeah. here between family friends. Yeah, so Coach Flores, my, I have two younger brothers. He's my brother Matthew's age, so they were actually the same grade. 
and they were best friends uh, growing up in El Paso and um, have stayed close all the way through. You know, Manny, he was an assistant. He played at uh, Texas State back in southwest Texas, and he was an assistant there. Um, and so they were playing basketball in college at the same time, and they've always been really close friends. And so he was the best man at my brother's wedding. And he, when I was in Nacogdoches, he recruited some of uh, the guys that, that were at NAC, and we just always have been really close. He, he's close to my parents. Uh, you know, every time they're up in the Metroplex, he's going to go um, spend time with them. But it, it's just so funny because like 16 you know, years old, and he's a couple years younger, but we had a, my senior year, I had a health class with him. And, you know, I probably shouldn't tell this story, but I had a health class with them, and we were on block schedule. So the trainer did the health class, and then you always have some time at the end of class. And uh, we would play cards, and then he would always deal me cards from the bottom of the deck and then at lunch I'd buy you know we'd go get Sonic uh, we all had the same lunch all the, everybody in the basketball program would eat Sonic in the in the locker room and uh, so then I'd have to get him back with some Sonic or we'd go get breakfast down in the cafeteria or something so like I know Manny for a long time he's like a family member to all of us. Westlake obviously turned around last year in the area championship round. This is a round that you kind of had circled, and we talked about it in culture class with your squad and how they've talked about not necessarily teams past, but what they didn't want to see happen for the guys that returned to this team and the new guys on this team dealing with the playoff atmosphere for the first time. It's It's got to be a little bit more relaxing as, as you kind of come into this game, knowing that your team has had conversations about it, and it's on their mind. Yeah, uh, you know, KJ sent a group te- a picture to the group text about what happened last year before practice yesterday, and I think that that helped us to get focused. Uh, we have to have a little bit shorter practice since there's uh, hopefully everything works out and we have three games this week. So you're just you have one day to prep for the for the next game. You know we're still kind of getting back in rhythm after the snow week and you know we we played at home and had you know we did all right against Cedar Ridge and so then yesterday's practice we couldn't go you know normal day before game because we still gotta make sure we have juice for the day but we had to get after it a little bit and I thought the guys good job of focusing and having a pretty good practice 67-52 went over Cedar Ridge and you were pushed an 11-1 run to start the third quarter and I think that really gave you something to coach against and, and really identify as guys we can't let our guard down at the start of the third quarter no matter what the score is yeah don't let your guard down and then we gotta continue to play the same way that we played uh, prior to get the lead and so I just thought there was a moment there where we settled for some shots um, and then you know Mo went down and we just got a little bit out of whack offensively with some of our organization and we took some some quicker shots uh, you know we want we all want we have a good shooting team there's a lot of guys that can shoot threes so I don't want them to think about uh, when they're shooting if uh, coach is going to yank me for a missed shot I don't want that that in their mind I want them to shoot with confidence but I think the thing that gives the most confidence is when you know it's the sh- it's a three you're supposed to be taking uh, so if it's on uh, no penetration and zero passes and uh, then it's uh, in transition before we get a piece of the paint or a post up well then you know that's one of those shots that uh, if you take it you, know, you got to make it because we don't have opportunity to rebound it and the defense has, hasn't had to work you look at Corey Jackson obviously number two is a guy that you've coached against as far as maintaining your ability to keep him in front of you but he is dangerous in transition he is the guy that handles the ball primarily and I know that that is one thing that you got to watch for is just feeding it into the post and his passing ability is something you got to watch as well yeah and we got to make sure and and slow him down in transition he's gonna he's gonna get downhill um, and so we got to eliminate that um, by by him seeing five guys in front of the ball so in transition on a make or miss we got to make sure 
sure we're getting five behind the ball. We got to try to find them early, but then whoever's guarding the trail has to wall them off. Um, you know, we don't want to gain a full head of steam, um, but, you know, we also don't want to pick them up too high where it's causing a fast break for them. So we got to have a couple guys there to, to slow them down on an early push so that we can set our defense. Um, and hopefully if we set our defense, then we'll be able to guard them better in the half court. Christian Holmes down low, obviously some size down there, and you've got some guys with some size as well, but it really shows just how the focal point will be in the post. What do you tell KJ in his opportunities? We know what we talked about last week and, and, and in games past is about his offensive prowess but really it's his willingness to play defense on both sides yeah. and really take on the challenge that is Christian Holmes down yeah low. and he's uh very similar you know they both wear number 24 um they're kind of inside out players um probably about the same height as KJ you know long armed um not as physically dominating as KJ but uh, but a tough matchup for most people because you just don't have somebody that has his size that can play around the basket out on the perimeter and so um luckily for us we got a couple of guys that are similar to that um, and so we just got to make sure that when he when he ball does go on the post, we're not fouling, uh, make him score through us. And then uh, when, the, when the shot goes up, we got to make sure we're really rebounding. Final thought, Coach, we talked about offensive boards. Boards in general, you have that stat, hey, we want to get 16 offensive rebounds. You, you got 14, but 29 overall dominated the boards. That is another area where I think you've got that circle just with the size down low that, that Roosevelt brings to this area championship. Yeah, and, and regardless of what is going on, um, if we're making shots or if the game's being played perfectly, no matter what's going on, if we're rebounding the ball, we'll give ourselves a chance to win. Coach, as always, thanks for the time. Thank good you luck. so much. You have a good one. That's the shoot-around with Robert Lucero. When we come back after this timeout, the starting lineups and the tip-off. Live from Hayes High School, it's the area championship, the San Antonio Roosevelt Rough Riders, and the Westlake Chaparrales. And it's coming up next. This is Westlake Basketball. And, of course, it's not coming up uh, next. The tip-off for the second half is we'll be right back after this timeout again, that earlier conversation with Robert Lucero. And uh, we will take a quick timeout and uh, break down some of the stats here right after this quick break. This is Westlake Basketball. We started caring for people in a small house in Austin, Texas, 100 years ago. Today, we deliver more babies, care for more hearts, treat more high-risk and complex cases, and handle more emergencies, including trauma, than anyone in Central Texas. The goal was never to be the biggest, just the best. St. David's Healthcare, the best is here. Choosing the right bank for your business or project can be a challenging decision. What services can I get? What's the best move for me? The best move for Westlake is Plains Capital Bank. They work here, they live here, and they raise their families right here in Westlake. They're committed to Westlake Athletics. They've got the big bank tools with community bank service. Go to plainscapital.com or simply stop by the Westlake branch located just behind the shops at Mira Vista on B Caves just west of Mopac. Working for Westlake right here in Westlake. Plains Capital Bank, member FDIC. We welcome you back to live coverage of Westlake Basketball. Joe Taylor joining you here as we bring you live coverage of Westlake Basketball. Having a little bit of internet issues here is Westlake and Roosevelt do battle here. Again, the 37-29 lead is 
A 12-point advantage here for Westlake matches the uh, largest lead of the evening here is leading all scorers is K.J. Adams with 16 points in the ballgame on 6 of 9 shooting. Reagan, or excuse me, Roosevelt will move right to left here in the second half, and Westlake will move left to right. Now Corey Jackson dishing it off to Hodge. Hodge now connecting as he goes up for the easy layup. Hodge with four points in the ballgame and the first points of the second half. It'll be the starting five for both squads here with Mankel, Adams, Moat, Nielsen, and Clark. Jackson, Leal, Nash, Hodge, and Holmes for Roosevelt. Nielsen now trying to get it into the post. Here comes the double team on the baseline for K.J. Adams. Back out to Nielsen. Nielsen working back out to the logo here as he ditches into the high post to K.J. Adams. Now into the corner to Moat. K.J. back over to Moat. Moat now trying to go off a screen. Picks up Preston Clark. Driving the baseline. Kicks it out to Mankel. Mankel fakes the pass to the corner to Nielsen. Now gets it back up here to Moat, and they'll reset the offense. Good defense here by the Roosevelt Rough Riders. Over to the left wing to Preston Clark. Now out to the left wing to K.J. Adams. Adams listening to his head coach and will try to reset with a 39-29 advantage. Mankel trying to dribble drive. Gives it up to K.J. K.J. eyeballing it. Trying to make a move here with the basketball. Kicks it over to Moat. Moat driving into the lane. Kicks it out to Mankel. Mankel with an NBA range three-pointer. That one no good. An offensive re- or excuse me, the rebound cleared out by Hodge. Hodge now down to Leal. Leal thought about going to the bucket, but he'll reset here with Jackson. Jackson trying to make a move around a Hodge screen. Can't do it. 39-29. to 29. Now stops and pops here from the three-point stripe at the top of the arc. And that shot is no good. And they're going to call a foul on the floor on Preston Clark on the rebound. So on the inbound, the foul will be called on Preston Clark. Preston Clark's first personal foul, the first team foul. Now Jackson at the top of the left arc, now driving into the lane in the double team. That pass altered by Clark, and it looks like Clark's going to be called for the foul again. Actually, they called that foul on, I believe the officials called that foul on Ian Moat, so that'll be his second personal foul. Now this foul will be called on Preston Clark. His first personal foul. Jackson has made all of his free throws until now. He has 11 points in the ball game and misses the first free throw. Second shot is also no good. And the rebound cleared out by Clark. Over to Nielsen. Nielsen on the right wing. Now gets a nice cut on the pass by Mankel. And Mankel connects. He has five points. Now Holmes at the top of the arc here gets it over to Liao. Liao with the behind the back dribble. Now driving down towards the baseline. That shot altered there and blocked by Clark. Now in transition, KJ Adams hangs in the air from the right block and he gets the shot to fall. Despite a double team, he still gets it to fall for his first points of the second half. KJ now with 18 points in the ballgame. 
Holmes stops his dribble at the top of the arc. Now Leal trying to dribble down the right side of the lane. Puts up the shot from 12 feet away. That one no good. Hodge with the rebound. And now they're going to fight for the basketball underneath. As reaching in and grabbing the rock is Preston Clark. Clark not be denied, but it is a foul underneath. And that's his second personal here in the quarter. Checking into the ballgame now is LaVon Williams. And are they going to award a jump ball? No, because they've already called the foul. There was some discussion there momentarily. But it is going to be a foul on the floor, and they're wiping up everything. Right there underneath the left block. So Jackson will inbound the basketball here as things are still getting wiped up off the floor. 43-29, to 29, your score. A lob out to LaVon Williams. Now a steal on the other end briefly there by Mankel, but Jackson able to... Uh, keep control of the basketball as it was tipped away from him. Now Holmes gets the ball in the corner. He drives into the baseline. K.J. Adams slipped, and Holmes connects on his first field goal of the game. That's his first two points of the ball game. Now K.J. Adams in the post, kicks it back out to Nielsen. Nielsen over to Moat. Moat with a bounce pass, and it gets picked off here by Roosevelt. Jackson into the front court, elevating in the lane, puts up the shot with the underhand. That's no good. Lots of numbers here for Westlake as Clark looking to feed the corner to Moat. Moat left wide open for a three-point shot. That one no good. Clark tipping the rebound, and now it's going to be saved by Roosevelt. Williams into the front court, and Holmes was not looking for him, and the ball goes out of bounds. So an unforced error there. 43-31. to 31. It's a 12-point advantage here for the Westlake Chaparrales with 4-10 to play in the ball game here in the third quarter. 4-0-4, Moat picks up his dribble, gets it over to Nielsen. Nielsen now back over to the top of the arc to Preston Clark, who lobs down low. That block, that shot blocked by uh, Holmes as Adams went up strong underneath the basket, and it was last touched by Westlake. 43-31, inside four minutes to play as McManus gets off the bench. Jackson on the right wing trying to make a move around a post to elevates in the lane, puts the shot off the glass just inside the free throw line, and that's no good. Moat clears out the rebound. Moat gets it over to Nielsen. Nielsen unchallenged, and Nielsen's going to pick up the offensive foul. He leaned in, and taking the charge was Elijah Nash. So with that, Nielsen called for his second personal foul, and it's going to bring in Igehan and McManus. Nielsen and Clark will check out. It's a 43-31 advantage, only four points allowed for the Westlake defense here against Roosevelt with only 3.36 left to play in the third quarter. to 43-31, three and a half minutes gone by. Bounce pass down low into the post on the left block here. Double team coming between Adams and Igehan. The shot from Holmes is up, but it's no good. McManus pulls down the board. Over to the left wing here to Ian Moat. Now gets it to the top of the arc to KJ. KJ driving down the left side of the lane. Puts up the layup shot, and it's good for KJ Adams. He has four in the quarter, 20 in the ballgame. 45-31, to 31, largest lead of the night here. The shot from Williams, partially blocked there by Gahan. 
and the carom off the backboard comes down to Mankle. Mankle over to McManus. McManus back over to Mankle, looking for KJ on the baseline. He has it. KJ deed up here. Now a lob into Gahan. Gahan spins, puts the shot up with the right hand. It's no good. He gets his own rebound, and Gahan is fouled. So Nakari will go to the line. He is 0 for 1, but he'll shoot 2 here in this situation. And we apologize the the internet here at Hayes High School is a bit of a challenge. And with that timeout, we'll take it as well. Back in a moment, this is Westlake Basketball. We started caring for people in a small house in Austin, Texas, 100 years ago. Today, we deliver more babies, care for more hearts, treat more high-risk and complex cases, and handle more emergencies, including trauma, than anyone in Central Texas. The goal was never to be the biggest, just the best. St. David's Healthcare. The best is here. Choosing the right bank for your business or project can be a challenging decision. What services can I get? What's the best move for me? The best move for Westlake is Plains Capital Bank. They work here, they live here, and they raise their families right here in Westlake. They're committed to Westlake Athletics. They've got the big bank tools with Community Bank Service. Go to plainscapital.com or simply stop by the Westlake branch located just behind the shops at Mira Vista on Bee Caves just west of Mopac. Working for Westlake right here in Westlake. Plains Capital Bank, member FDIC. We welcome you back to live coverage of Westlake Basketball. Joe Taylor joining you here. Gahan for two free throws, and he drills the first one, 46-31. to It's a 15-point advantage here as Westlake leads in the third quarter with two minutes and 47 seconds remaining. Gahan's second shot is up and no good. Now the left wing here, LaVon Williams, fires up a long-range shot. That one no good. Greathouse has checked into the ballgame as well. He gets the ball back out to the top of the arc. Three-point shot for him, and he buries it. Nicely done there as Greathouse puts another three-pointer on the board. Greathouse, two of three shooting. Now going up from the right block here is Jackson. Jackson puts up the shot. It's blocked out of bounds, and he loses it, actually, as the officials are going to award the basketball to Westlake. So Moat into the front court here, 49-31, to 31, your score. 18-point advantage. Now KJ getting it down to Igehan. Igehan's going to call a – actually, he's going to draw a foul. Late getting over defensively on the Rough Riders was Corey Jackson. That is his first personal foul, and that would be the first team foul. So now Ian Moat will inbound the basketball here as the foul is called on Jackson, his first personal. Moat now with the basketball over to Greathouse. Greathouse staying with the hot hand. That three-point shot from the right corner, not good. And Jackson pulls down the long carom off the front iron. Jackson across the timeline looking for Hodge to set a screen around Greathouse. He fights through it, frees up the shot from the top of the arc. That one is no good. And rifling his way in is Dylan Coleman, and Coleman loses the basketball on the rebound. A long pass from K.J. Adams on the inbound. 
with the final one minute and 35 seconds. KJ trying to move down into the post, dishes off to Igehan, and Igehan connects. Nice job there by Nakari, his first field goal. He has three in the quarter, nine in the ballgame. LeVon Williams trying to make things happen here with his left-handed dribble. He's on the left wing, deed up here by McManus. Bounce pass over to Jackson into the corner. Long three-point shot here for Coleman. He airballs it over the rim, and now coming down with it is Moat. Moat into the front court, gets it over to Jaden Greathouse. Adam, or Greathouse, actually trying to dish it off in midair to Igehan as he made a decision, leaping from just beyond the left lane. And a foul has been called. As Coleman picks up his first personal foul, Greathouse goes to the line to shoot two. And he connects on the first one. Four points in the quarter, seven points in the game. Second shot for Greathouse is up and no good. Rebound cleared out here by Roosevelt. Final minute of the third quarter. 52-31, to 31, your score. A 21-point advantage here as Roosevelt has been unable to get anything going here in the second half when it comes to offense. little head fake there by Jackson. Bounce pass to Hodge. Gets it out to the right corner here as Williams' shot's no good from the right corner from three-point land. And now Greathouse calmly dribbling across the timeline here to Moat. Moat with a behind-the-back dribble. Now goes between his legs, working for the last shot, drawing Nash out defensively. Now makes a move, hands it off here to K.J. Adams. Adams cross-court pass here over to Greathouse, and Greathouse now moves it back over to Adams. Final 15 seconds, and Adams is going to go to the rim. Nope, he's going to kick it out to Moat. Moat stops from 12 feet away. That shot no good. The rebound cleared out by Adams. Adams goes up for the extra shot, and he is fouled. Moat went down as he kind of slipped as he elevated on that three-point shot. And Adams will go to the line to shoot two. The first shot for K.J. Adams, no good as the starters check back in the game for the final eight minutes or eight seconds of the third quarter. As Holmes and Hodge check back in with Nash along with Devin Brown, new sub in the ballgame here. Jackson comes across the timeline here after K.J. drills his second free throw, elevating for the last shot at the top of the arc. That one is no good. And a great house pulls down the rebound. Westlake pulling away in this one. It is a 22-point advantage as the Chaparrales head to the fourth quarter, up 53-31. to 31. Back in a moment, this is Westlake Basketball. Hi, this is Joe Taylor, the voice of the Shaps. And like you, I work hard and I work out even harder. I love exercise, and I don't want pain or injury to keep me from reaching my fitness goals. I want you to try CryoFit for all your recovery and wellness needs. CryoFit is Austin's recovery headquarters, and with two locations in Westlake, you're never too far away from their championship-level treatment. Click MyCryoFit.com and see for yourself. CryoFit is Westlake-owned and operated, so they know what it means to be Shap strong. CryoFit, where your recovery is just as important as your 
workout. Joe Taylor here, the voice of the Shafts. If you're searching for the best air conditioning repair in Austin, call Elite Heating and Air Conditioning. A month ago, my wife texted and said it was 85 degrees in the house. This was at 8 o'clock at night. I called Elite, and within minutes, I was directing the on-call engineer to my home. In 45 minutes, the issue was diagnosed and fixed. An hour later, the house was already cooling down. That's not just championship service. That's Elite service. Call 512-637-4237 or click EliteAustinAC.com. We welcome you back to live coverage here. First possession here of the fourth quarter. Westlake leading 53-31. to Gahan from the high post trying to feed K.J. Adams. And the ball goes out of bounds. And with that, Roosevelt bringing the ball back up. Now a steal on the other end here by McManus. McManus into the front court. Two-on-two break here with K.J. Adams. Adams is fouled. He puts up the shot from the right block. That's no good. But he is able to at least draw the foul. As we welcome you to live coverage of Westlake basketball. Again, apologies as we've had some difficulty with the internet here at Hayes High School. But at least we try to bring you the final moments of this one. 7.29 to play. And K.J. Adams has hit a bit of a snag at the free throw line. He misses the first of two opportunities here. He's missed... The last two of three. He's got it back on track now as Adams converts for his first point of the fourth quarter. 22 points in the ballgame for K.J. Adams, 54-31. to 31. Largest lead of the evening here is 23 points. Starting five on the floor here. Outside of Brown, now a three-point shot here from the right wing, and this one's going to hit the top of the backboard. No call, probably should have. K.J. Adams pulls down the rebound into the front court. McManus with the basketball in the corner, and Connor connects for three. Connor McManus, his first opportunity to really get open from the three-point line, and he drills it. Now a whistle away from the basketball. We'll have to see who the foul is going to be on. And it's going to be against Greathouse, so that's his third personal foul. 57-31 to 31 after that three-point shot by Connor McManus. It's up to a 26-point advantage, 57-31 to 31 for the Westlake Chaparrales. Jackson coming across the timeline here into the double team. Kicks it out top to Holmes. Christian Holmes with the left-handed dribble driving down the left side of the lane. Puts up the shot, and that's good. He finishes right there at the rim. Christian Holmes picks up his second field goal. That's a, uh, a young man that has scored almost 13 points per ball game, and he's been held to four here, 57-33. to 33. K.J. Adams trying to get the ball down low from the high post here. That one poked away, but K.J. able to chase down the basketball. Moat left open from the right corner. That three-pointer, no good. Hodge pulls down the rebound and tips it over to Holmes. Holmes gives it over to Jackson. Jackson flying away, but picking his pocket is Moat. Moat gets it over to Greathouse. Greathouse with a two-on-two break. Gives it over to KJ. KJ from the right block puts up the shot. It's too strong, but he's fouled. So KJ will go back to the line to shoot a pair of free throws here with 6.01 to play. So with that, the foul called on Christian Holmes. That is his fourth personal foul. 
And K.J. gets to rattle it in on the first shot. Goes off the front iron, the back iron, and falls through. Five team fouls for Westlake, six team fouls for Roosevelt here in the second round game. Second shot for K.J. is up and good. So three points from the charity stripe here for K.J. Adams. And he has 24 points in the ballgame here. 24 of Westlake's 59. Holmes at the top of the arc trying to work around an offensive set here. Drives to the lane and drives right into the double team. Leal drives baseline. That shot rejected by Igehan. Somehow Hodge got the rebound, but then trying to pass it out to Leal. Greathouse able to shake and bake his way around it and pick up the ball. He comes across the timeline, gets it over to Moat. Moat resetting here on the right wing with the left-handed dribble. Now trying to D up here is Jackson. He's picked up his dribble, has he in? Moat gets it over to K.J. Adams on the right wing, finding McManus. McManus now over to Moat. Moat driving baseline from the corner, feeds Great House left open for a three-point shot. That one too strong, but Igehan pulls down the rebound momentarily, fight for the ball in the corner. It's loose, now going in for it and trying to get possession is K.J. Adams. He got it, dissed it out, but it looks like it's going to be a foul called on Roosevelt. Tough basketball here in a 26-point game. There's still bodies flying all over the floor. LeVon Williams is going to check in. Again, this game was... These two met in the regular season. Actually have to go back to... An 89-43 loss at Al Bennett Court back on November 28th. It was 89-43. Obviously, Roosevelt doing a number defensively here, but... Able to keep the game somewhat close in the first half, especially in the first quarter. Mankel will check in. Moat will check out as Adams will go to the line to shoot the front end of a one-and-one. 5-10 remaining here in the fourth quarter. Joe Taylor joining you live here is Principal Steve Ramsey making a casual walk across the front of the broadcast table as K.J. Adams drills the first shot on the one and one four foul shots here in the fourth quarter he has 25 points in the ball game looking to go for 26 here with this foul shot he spins it up with the right hand and it's good for KJ 61 to 33 a 28 point advantage here Williams gets the ball back over to Holmes over to Jackson Jackson on the right wing deed up by Mankel cross-court pass over here to Williams. Williams looking to drive baseline. Pulls up for an 18-footer. That one no good. Leal and Greathouse fighting for the ball, and Greathouse pulls it away. Now to K.J. Adams. Adams over to the right wing. Back over. Two-man game here, and dunking it home is K.J. Adams. Mankel to Adams. Adams finishes with the right hand. Oh, an emphatic dunk, and the probably the best play on offense. Now here on the other end, the shot tipped here by Williams. And Greathouse comes away with the loose ball. Mankel trying to drive in with the left hand. Spins, puts the shot up, and the whistle blows. He's fouled. It's a 30-point advantage for Westlake. 63-33 to as K.J. Adams lights this gym up here at Hayes. So Mankel will stride to the line. Mankel with five points, his first trip to the charity stripe. He had 11 points in the ballgame last week, or excuse me, two days ago on Tuesday night, and he drills the first one. Three points in the half, and of course the three-pointer in the first quarter that got the game started. Second shot is up and no good. Hodge pulls down the rebound for Roosevelt. 64-33. to It's a 31-point advantage. 
Now Jackson trying to streak down the line as he drives down the right side of the lane, puts up the shot, he's fouled, and the foul is going to be called on Cade Mankel. That's his first personal foul. And the, I believe that is the sixth team foul, but Jackson will go to the line to shoot two. Jackson 0 for 2 from the line in the second half after being perfect in the first half. He make it 0 for 3. And more importantly, he had 11 points in the first half, but he has not scored in the second. In fact, only six points from the field for the Roosevelt Rough Riders here in the fourth quarter. Second shot for Jackson. He has to bank that one in. So one for two in that one particular trip to the foul line. He has 12 points in the game. A 30-point advantage, 64-34 to 34, with 4-11 to play here in the ballgame. Joe Taylor joining you live on WestlakeShaps.com and the Westlake Shap app. We'll post the audio of this game in its entirety. Now K.J. Adams trying to play a little keep away here from Mankel. Back over to McManus. McManus again deed up here as he gets the ball to Greathouse. Greathouse deed up by Jackson here right at the inside corner of the Hayes Rebel logo. McManus thought about a three-pointer, then gets it back over to K.J. Adams. Adams surveying here, no rush at all. Adams dishes inside to KJ. J.J. Adams gives it up to Bakari Gahan. Gahan goes up for two-handed slam. Oh, one of the strongest moves we've seen Gahan make tonight. He elevates and dunks it. Oh, wow, what a feed by K.J. Adams, and Gahan pays it off with a two-handed jam. Now on the other end here for Roosevelt. Driving down the right side of the lane is Williams. Williams puts up the shot. It's no good. Rebound Westlake. Now, K.J. Adams into the front court. Gets it over to the corner to Greathouse. Back over to Mankel. Now Mankel to McManus. 66-34, your score. Westlake with a commanding lead here with three minutes to play in the ballgame. Greathouse chased by Williams. Gets it up to McManus. McManus now works it around to Mankel. Deed up here by Jackson. Mankel. Moves it over to McManus after he got by Jackson momentarily. Now over to the right wing to Mankel. Looking for McManus. Now over to the corner to K.J. Adams. A little post-up move here on Holmes, but he dishes it off to Greathouse. Greathouse trying to work around Nash. Now bounce pass inside. Going up for the dunk is Igehan. He missed the shot, but he was fouled on the way up. So Igehan will go to the line to shoot two. Nakari Gahan with a big two-handed jam on the dish from K.J. Adams. Has five points in the half. That's his first field goal. or that's his, That dunk was his first field goal. And now he heads to the line to shoot two. First shot is up and good for Nakari Gahan. Gahan now two of three from the charity stripe. And that will be all for K.J. Adams as he has checked out of the ball game here. We'll have to see who's coming in for him on a sub. I believe it's Blake Nielsen. 33-point advantage here as Westlake leads 67-34 to here in the fourth quarter. Second shot for DeGahan is no good off the front iron. Loose ball, and it was last touched by Westlake. So 2.33 to play here in the ballgame, and it is a 68-34 game. Now into the ballgame here for Roosevelt is Dylan Coleman. Dylan Coleman on the shot from Jackson, able to get the offensive rebound. He elevates from the left block and puts it home off the glass. Nice job there by, by Dylan Coleman, and Coleman gets his first points from the field. 
67 to 36, still a 31 point advantage. Great House loses the ball momentarily here by the defense by Williams, and a timeout wisely called by Robert Lucero as his ball handler there. Great, Great House lost control momentarily. And right now, teammates celebrating with the junior post player at six foot seven junior post. Nakari Gahan with a brilliant game here, and obviously cemented by that two handed jam off the feed from KJ Adams. And one of the things that we've seen KJ Adams do as far as his leadership quality is force his fellow teammates to to do some opportunities underneath the basket. And last on Tuesday night in the win over Cedar Ridge, we saw a moment in the fourth quarter where KJ Adams basically stayed on the left wing and fed the ball in to Nakari Gahan, almost willing him to uh, make some dominant moves in the post. And he came back and rewarded his teammate with three straight field goals. And it was almost a, an opportunity there for KJ to say, hey, look, big man, you've got to make plays around the rim. You've got to clean up. You've got to play powerful. And we're seeing that transfer from the by district win over Cedar Ridge to the area championship here in a six. 67 to 36 ball game right now where Igehan has 12 points. 203 left in the fourth quarter. Joe Taylor joining you here. Blake Nielsen now over to McManus. McManus, after Mankel fell down, gets it back over to Nielsen. Now cross-court pass over to Greathouse into the high post here to Nielsen. Basically four guards on the floor right now for Westlake as they play their version of the half-court four corners. And now a reach-in foul on Coleman is going to stop play here as... We've seen this recipe two nights ago where saving possessions was a little bit more of a need as the game was much closer on Tuesday night with Cedar Ridge. Now Mankel will go to the line to shoot two. He's one of two, and he banks that one in as he uh, ricochets off the front iron, back iron, and falls through. Mankel two of three from the charity stripe here in the fourth quarter. He swishes both of those as Mankel now with eight points in the ballgame, 69-36. to 36. And now almost a steal here by Mankel on the pass out to Coleman. 95 seconds remaining here in regulation. As Jackson comes across the timeline here. Looking to shake and bake around. McManus drives down the baseline, feeds Coleman in the paint. That pass too strong. Igehan there to tick it off. And now, great house with the basketball. So good defense being played in the lane by Westlake. And now a reach-in foul on Jackson. will send Mankel to the line again. Trying to draw some extra possessions here. And we're going to see a sub come into the ballgame here as Kevin Heisen will check in. For Corey Jackson. And for Corey Jackson, the 5'11 senior guard has played his last moments of basketball here for the Roosevelt Rough Riders. He gets a hand from both sides as Cody Reed, Corey Jackson, Isaiah Leal, Marcus Davis, Jamarcus Hodge, and Elijah Nash, along with Christian Holmes, are eyeballing the last one minute of 18 seconds of their careers. Second shot is up and good for Cade Mankel as Mankel has made four of his five shots here as Elijah Nash is checking out of the ball game. Williams brings across the timeline as Devin Brown has checked into the game here on the left wing. Brown with the basketball, deed up here by Nielsen. Nielsen gets it over. 
Now handling the basketball is Heisen. Heisen's going to eyeball a long three-point shot. That one from the top of the arc, no good, but Williams pulls down the offensive board. Trying to work around McManus. He elevates for a long three-point shot. No, that's two inside the line as William, with a crossover dribble to create space, picks up the field goal. Williams' first points of the second half. He has eight in the game. 71-38, to 38, final 40 seconds here, and Williams almost comes up with a steal. He knocks it out of bounds on the bounce pass attempt by Mankel. Over to McManus. Williams got in the middle of it. And now we're going to see Cody Reed check into the ball game here. Senior guard's going to check in for Williams and get on the court for one final time. As Williams checks out, Heisen will go over and guard. 71-38, McManus going to get it back out to Jaden Greathouse for the final half minute. Greathouse now kicks it over to Nielsen. Nielsen gets it over to Mankel. Now back over to McManus. Blake Nielsen inside the label, beat up here by Cody Reed. Now back over to Mankel, who's not going to waste any time. Doesn't look like there will be a foul opportunity here for Coleman as he tries to reach in and poke it away momentarily from Mankel, but he's able to get the control of the basketball from Greathouse back over to McManus, and now holding it is Cade Mankel. He'll dribble this one out. Just two seconds left, and that will do it. Westlake moving on to round three as they head to the region quarterfinals, 71-38 to 38 your score, as Westlake absolutely dominant here at the area championship. A year ago, this is where Westlake's season ended. It was a circled game on this team's calendar, led by a text message before practice yesterday by the senior captain, K.J. Adams, saying this is not where this season will end, and he was absolutely right. This team came to play here at Hayes High School. Again, the final score, Westlake victorious over Roosevelt here in the area championship game, 71-38. to To make sure you stay tuned for some brief words from head coach Robert Lucero. All of that coming up here in just a moment. We'll take a quick timeout. And we'll get the thoughts of Robert Lucero after this uh, quick break. Back in a moment. Again, Westlake victorious here in the area championship over Roosevelt. Back in a moment. All right, we're live inside of Texas Honey Ham. Joe Taylor alongside Taco Rob. Taco Rob, we know about the tacos at Texas Honey Ham. We know how great breakfast is. I've got this big office meeting coming up later this week. Can I just do box lunches where everybody can just order what they want? Oh, yeah, we got box lunches that come with a cold sandwich, cookie and a chip. We can do a club box lunch, a pulled pork box lunch. We're even now offering a half a sandwich and a tiny salad box lunch for the healthy people. He's Taco Rob from Texas Honey Ham. They're changing the world one taco at a time. Thanks, man. Thank you. Plan your catering event at TexasHoneyHam.com. The very best care. When you're sick or injured or worried about your premature baby, that's what you need. And it's exactly what we deliver. It's why we're the preferred health care provider of Central Texas and named one of the best in the country. Others say they're working to change health care for the better. At St. David's Healthcare, the best is here. to your final score as Westlake takes care of Roosevelt. And I know, Coach, as uh, Robert Luceros joins us here on the uh, postgame podcast, Coach, 71-38, to I know that this was not necessarily something you expected, but uh, your team came out and came out and fired on all cylinders from the get-go, both offensively and defensively. I'll get some stats pulled up here, but your overall assessment of tonight's game. Um, Well, I thought that – 
As the w game went on, I thought we got better. Uh, so I thought, you know, we started off doing some good stuff. Uh, KJ obviously got the two fouls. Uh, and the game was kind of uh, like all playoff games, you know, it's a little sporadic to start off with. And then I thought we did a good job of getting the ball uh, into the post and kicking out for shots. And uh, then uh, we did a bit. And then as the game went on, you know, I, I thought we had the advantage inside. And, you know, KJ and Nakari uh, did a great job uh, scoring. And then, you know, P and, and everybody um, were really physical and the ball is in the air. And that helps us a ton all the time uh, when you have uh, that, that kind of effort uh, rebounding. Uh, because then it just kind of can wear down the other team. Um, and then our defense got better uh, controlling number two in the second half. Uh, we didn't do a great job in the first half of controlling them uh, off the ball screen. Uh, so we had to try to do some different things in the second half. Uh, and, uh, and I thought they did a good job. Well, here's what it comes down to, Coach. And, and you can talk all about the physical play. And I think that was really a key to the ball game. And I'll make my points about the two-man game between K.J. Adams and Nakari Igehan in a moment. But when you look at the overall defensive effort in the second half, this was a game that at the break there were 27 points on the board for the Rough Riders of Roosevelt. You allowed 11 points in the second half. That's all they were allowed. That's all they got. And, and really what it comes down to is obviously the whistles were blowing early. You had picked up a couple of offensive fouls. In fact, four offensive fouls of the seven in the first half. And, and one of the things that you saw was the team automatically refocused. I don't think anybody panicked. And I think that's something that we talk about quite some uh, at different times during the course of the season is what happens when some adversity comes your way. Yeah. You saw an offensive foul against uh, Moat. You saw two offensive fouls against KJ, and no one panicked, mm -hmm. and everybody started to play their game. What was that like for you watching that on the bench, watching your team not panic and not having to be told not to panic? Well, I think it's just like you, you have uh, some guys that have been through several seasons and a lot of playoff games, um, and then every you know we try to build on every game. And so there was games like if, if we, play, we look at the midway game, uh, um, before things, right before Thanksgiving, I'm pretty sure that we had like you know seven offensive fouls in that game, and and it's like you're you don't think that they're all fouls and they might have not been, but you get to learn from that game and you can say oh well, uh, this is gonna help us down the road. So now when there's another team that does a great job of signing and taking charges, well we've been through this before already. Um, we now we just gotta make sure that we're hitting two. Uh, so that way, and, and hitting the open man, so that way we don't get into foul trouble. Um, and so I thought they did a good job adjusting. So we've talked about the, the stat that you and I both like to look at, the offensive glass and obviously rebounds and, and all. 13 boards for Roosevelt, only one of those on the offensive glass. For the Westlake Chaparrales, you had 31 rebounds, seven of those offensively, 24 of those defense. You talked about being physical underneath the hoop and we saw that again and in the second half it really seems like KJ Adams wants Nakari Gahan to be more physical down low and it's weird to see a two-man game happen between the bigs but as the uh, traffic kind of draws in on KJ he is just absolutely determined to make uh, Nakari Gahan a more physical player down low and we saw it tonight the two-handed dunk the one-handed dunk by KJ it really seemed like those two operate on a different level when they're in the ball game and they know that they have the mismatch down low. Yeah, and it's just like what we do every day in practice. Um, uh, Nakari is hard to handle on the block. Um, he has to go against P, who is going to never back down and is extremely physical. Uh, and so then P is getting Nakari ready for the game. Uh, KJ's played with, you know, a big like Will, where he knows how to throw the high-low pass. Uh, you know, very similar to some of the teams we had in the past. But uh, when you have the perimeter shooting like we do, uh, they had to pick their poison if they want to double the team, the post, or if they want to stay attached to shooters. 
Um, and so it was just an opportunity for us to make sure that we got the ball into the paint before we uh, took threes. Despite the foul trouble for uh, for Jaden Greathouse, you really saw how his athleticism can really neutralize off the bench. And even when he's open, he's had the opportunity to drain two threes. We've seen that in moments, while obviously K.J. Adams is your offensive go-to, it's those big shots and key moments, whether it's Ian Moat with uh, two threes in the first half, whether it's Cade Mankle drilling one right off the bat to get the game going, or McManus getting a shot in the corner. What Blake, you're not seeing, yeah, Blake Nielsen, yeah. you're getting all of these guys that, that are really focused and staying in the moment, and they're taking advantage. Where there is opportunity, they're trying to connect. And, and tonight we saw everybody contribute, and I think that's something going into the third round and playing the winner of Round Rock and Johnson. You're, you're looking at this from a total team perspective and not just the success of one or two players. Yeah, I mean, if we want to make a deep run, it's going to be about the team, you know, and it's going to be about being able to play different games, based uh, different styles based upon the game. Um, we're going to do some try to uh, – control the, the style of play to a certain extent, but we want to be able to play uh, up and down, or we want to be able to play half-court execution. We want to be able to play against a pressing team that gets up uh, uh, versus a zone team. So it really comes to, like, all the guys being able to contribute because it's going to take all of us. Uh, you know, one of the things with Mo with his ankle still uh, bothering him a little bit from the other night, uh, then you get Jaden who can ha handle the ball and allow Mo to take release some of that pressure. You, you know, Kay can play some point guard. Uh, we got Diego if we need to. So uh, having those guys uh, like, like Jane who can play point, but then also uh, who can uh, uh, guard somebody so that you're not wearing out um, one, of, uh, like one of the older guys is really helpful for us. No doubt. And we take a look at uh, Round Rock and Johnson. Do we have, I see you looking at your phone, do we have a final there just yet? No, uh, jo Johnson's winning right now um, with a couple minutes to go. Coach Blackshear is there scouting, but we're not sure uh, the final. Uh, no doubt. So we'll make sure to the second that, do we have a, a time and location for either just yet? Well, we'll probably Round find Rock out. is going to be probably here at Hayes and Johnson, but um, we're not sure about San Antonio yet. No doubt, no doubt. He's Robert Lucero, the head men's basketball coach, and uh, victorious here in the area championship, 71-38. to 38. Congratulations, Coach. We'll see you down the road in the third round of the playoffs. As we take a quick timeout, we'll come back and break down some statistical information for you as Westlake moves on in the 2021 6A basketball championships. Back in a moment, this is Westlake Basketball. All right, we're live inside of Texas Honey Ham. Joe Taylor alongside Taco Rob. Taco Rob, we know about the tacos at Texas Honey Ham. We know how great breakfast is. I've got this big office meeting coming up later this week. Can I just do box lunches where everybody can just order what they want? Oh, yeah, we got box lunches that come with a cold sandwich, cookie, and a chip. We can do a club box lunch, a pulled pork box lunch. We're even now offering a half a sandwich and a tiny salad box lunch for the healthy people. He's Taco Rob from Texas Honey Ham. They're changing the world one taco at a time. Thanks, man. Thank you. Plan your catering event at TexasHoneyHam.com. The very best care. When you're sick, or injured, or worried about your premature baby, that's what you need. And it's exactly what we deliver. It's why we're the preferred health care provider of Central Texas, and named one of the best in the country. Others say they're working to change health care for the better. At St. David's Healthcare, the best is here. We welcome you back to live coverage here on the Independence Title post game. Joe Taylor joining you here. Quick uh, summation here as uh, we look at the team totals for Roosevelt. 
They uh, shot 14 of 43. That's just 32% from the field. And uh, they made two of their 12 three-point attempts, 17% from beyond the arc. And they made 61% of their free throws, 8 of 13 from the line for the Rough Riders. And uh, like we mentioned, only 13 total rebounds. Westlake dominant on the glass on both ends of the floor. And they dished out to just one offensive rebound, turned the ball over eight times, and... Uh, total fouls, 11 fouls in that ball game for Roosevelt. And for the Westlake Chaparrales, quite the opposite. They shoot 51% from the field, 67% uh, inside the two-point line, inside the three-point line. They shoot 33% from beyond the arc, 7 of 21, 18 of 25 from the line, 10 of 12 for K.J. Adams, 2 of 5 for Nakari Gahan, 5 of 6 from the charity stripe for Cade Mankle. And uh, for the Westlake Chaparrales, in total, 31 rebounds. Rebounds in the ball game, at 24 on the defensive glass, seven on the offensive glass, 13 assists, and they forced four steals. Cade Mankle, 10 points on two of six shooting, and made a one of five from beyond the arc, five of six from the charity stripe. Blake Nielsen, three points in the ball game. He came up big on his one three point shot. He was able to convert to one of three from beyond the arc. Dished out to three rebounds and four assists for Nielsen as well. Nakari Gahan played 22 minutes, scored 12 points on five of six shooting, two of five from the charity stripe. He grabbed a rebound, an assist, and a steal. K.J. Adams led all scorers 28 points for the big man, nine of 13 shooting, nine of 12 inside the three-point line, 0 for 1 from beyond the arc, 10 of 12 from the line, grabbed nine rebounds and four assists. Ian Moat with 28 minutes played, picked up eight points six of those in the first half on two three-pointers also uh, was two of six from the three-point line and picked up five rebounds two assists and two steals Preston Clark in 15 minutes of duty off the starting squad scored two points on one of four shooting he was one of three inside the arc oh for one from beyond uh, three-point land seven rebounds for the big man tonight and he also picked up an assist as well Connor McManus in 18 minutes played, scored three points. Again, only took one shot and drilled it from the left corner in the second half. Picked up two rebounds for his effort and a steal. Jaden Greathouse played 16 minutes and uh, really some significant uh, defensive minutes for the Westlake Chaparrales. Wound up scoring seven points on two of four shooting. He was two of four from beyond the arc. All four shots coming from three-point land. He was one of two from the charity stripe. Grabbed four rebounds off the bench for Westlake. Again, all in all, an incredible night for Westlake as they move on 71 to 38 again it was Round Rock and Johnson in their area championship game on the other side of the bracket Westlake will get the winner of that it will take place on Saturday so it'll be three games in five days as Westlake goes right back to work we'll let you know if it is Round Rock or if it is Johnson coming up on Westlake Nation a little bit later on this evening it has been a busy busy day on campus of course the big matchup at Chaparral Stadium in our club sports Westlake and IMG Academy going at it in lacrosse and of course Chap relays earlier today at Chaparral Stadium back-to-back games for Westlake baseball and uh, the Chaparral's actually able to win game one they split the first day of the Hill Country Classic uh, losing the nightcap uh, against uh, they beat Elgin and losing the nightcap against New Braunfels in what has been a weather-filled uh, day of baseball at Warner Field in the campus of Westlake High School. And, of course, we've got, <laughs> we've got a lot on the slate for tomorrow, a soccer game as well. And, of course, uh, later on this weekend, the Westlake women's swimming team vying for a state championship as, uh, once again, 
the state swimming state uh, championships will take place following the uh, weathered week from last week with winter storms. So there is a lot going on in Westlake Nation, and we'll keep you posted. I'm Joe Taylor, and uh, this has been a lot of fun to cover. We'll post the full audio of the broadcast here coming up tomorrow. So if you missed it, you can hear it again. And, of course, we'll have highlights and uh, take a look at the podcasts for uh, Coach Lucero as uh, all of that will be available tomorrow on Westlake Nation. Again, Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks so much for uh, listening and, of course, paying attention on the social media channels. Your final score, Westlake victorious over Roosevelt, 71-38, to to move on to round three. They'll play the winner of Round Rock and Johnson. We'll let you know a little bit later on tonight. Again, thanks to Casey Johns, our executive producer, and, of course, all of you for listening to live coverage of Westlake basketball. Again, final score, Westlake over Roosevelt, 71-31, to or 71-38 to to claim the area championship. This is Westlake basketball. Been listening to Westlake Basketball. Westlake Basketball is presented by Number Nine Productions and powered by the Westlake Chef Club. Westlake Basketball is brought to you by Independence Title, Wayne's Capital Bank, Elite Heating and Air, Covert Auto Group, CryoFit Recovery and Wellness, and presented by Austex, Fence and Debt, Elticon Wealth Management, Raising Cane's Chicken Fingers, Hendrick Auto Group, The Felger Insurance Agency, and brought to you by Austin Performance and Counseling Psychology, and Dr. Mike Johnson, Cricket Shirts, Vaqueros Cafe and Cantina, Amogee Bank, Texas, Honey Ham, Steam Team, White Glove Storage and Delivery, Hat Creek Burger Company, Rudy's Country Store and Barbecue, and by Mighty Fine Burgers, Fries, and Shakes.